you're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abernathy. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Electrician Live. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, as always, and welcome to the show. Almost had a glitch there at the beginning. For some reason, Facebook and YouTube just doesn't like my broadcast for some reason. Almost had a an issue with it again, again. But we're here, we're live, and we're bringing it to you here on Saturday evening, as we always do. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we're going to talk a little bit tonight. Obviously, it's marketing madness. I had enough emails from my last broadcast that people were like, Paul, you, you're going to have to do more on this marketing thing, or you're going to have to give a little more details on the marketing thing. So, I decided that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little bit on marketing again and go over some concepts. But in, a little different tonight is I'm also going to talk about things like Home Advisor, Angie's List, Tackle, Let Go, all these apps that are available that you can get uh, and uh, put them on your phone and you can advertise. But we're going to talk about all kinds of things tonight uh, that are going to be directly focused on marketing. And really, we're looking at low-cost marketing, budget marketing, okay? Uh, and uh, so that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, Robbie, this is not an electrical. That's one of my other classes. Tonight's Electrician Live. So those that are listening on the podcast, we're also doing a stream for the video. But Electrician Live is about electrical things. It's not calculations. It's, not, it, it's, it's a talk, a chat of things about the electrical industry. The other stuff that I do during the week, uh, open mic and call-ins and things like that, we can talk code and calculations, but that's not what Electrician Live is all about, at least not on the Saturday night version. Tonight's topic is very driven, and we're going to talk about the uh, uh, dealing with uh, marketing tonight. And so that's what the topic is going to be driven tonight. So when I think about marketing and I think about uh the money that I got to spend when I start my business. Marketing sometimes is something that people don't think about. You know, I tell people you have to have six months worth of business uh, money to be able to market your, to keep your business running. You know, keep the doors open, pay yourself, uh, and think about things. Now, if you have a spouse that has a job already, hey, then you know you can get to work and they can support you for a while, and you know until things get up and running. So you know that's a that's a different different kind of concepts. Most people don't have that. When I got into business, you know. Um, I had to do marketing. I had to get my name out there. Now, luckily for me, I was known pretty well in the area that I was at um, in Virginia that I didn't have to do a whole lot of marketing. Uh, but I had to start, and I used grassroots marketing. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. And there's no significant order that I give these and things like that that we're talking about. They're just uh, items that I think are really important to marketing yourself or marketing your business if you're an electrical contractor. Um, and of course, some of these will also apply to the normal aspects uh, as well. Okay, one thing I'm going to do here real quick, folks, is for the people that are on the video stream, um, I'm not answering questions tonight when it comes to code related. This is this is all about marketing tonight. So, um, and for you that's over on the podcast, the Electrician Live is really driven towards the podcast, folks. So. For those that are listening on the podcast, driving in the car, uh, listening on their Alexa devices or whatnot, 
this this episode is uh, Saturday night's episode is kind of about you. The video is just an extra element that people can watch if they want to watch. Uh, I'm not so much paying attention to the camera uh, when I do the electrician live show on Saturday. So let's talk. The first thing that I think is essential in marketing is business cards. If you don't have, you know what? If your business cards look cheesy, then you might as well not have business cards. They need to look right. They need to look professional. They need to convey the message that you're, uh, of what you're trying to, to convey. Uh, and there's a lot of resources you can get really, really cheap business cards. Um, you can get business cards with Vistaprint. And, for, you know, for the longest time, they ran a, I think you could get, uh, I can't remember, 500 cards for like $9.99. I think now they've gone to free shipping. Still a great deal for the Vistaprint. A lot of templates, easy plug in your information. And it's a, it's a really uh, inexpensive way to go uh, when you're getting business cards. But, I mean, I've gotten tons of business cards from them. Uh, in fact, these business cards that people might be familiar with, uh, you can't see because they're green, so it's going to show up as a green screen. But this right here is a, one of my business cards, and on the back, I have a QR code and a bunch of seals and stuff like that. Um, I get all my cards still today from Vistaprint. Uh, it's just so easy. I can see what I'm doing, and I can print it, and I know it's going to look like what I put on there. Okay. Um, so you got to have business cards, and you want to give them out like water. Okay. So in your initial investment in it, Get 500 business cards and uh, see how quickly you can get rid of them. That's what I say. All right. And if some of these tips are going to inter intertwine with you can, you know, where you may be doing one event, you could give out business cards and that type of thing as well. Uh, the next thing I think that's important for marketing concept uh, is door hangers. Now, you can also get door hangers from Vistaprint. And I've talked about these in my starting a new business uh, that I did, uh, I guess, last week. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that in a sense that when I did door hangers, I literally had the door hanger and at the bottom of the door hanger was a ripoff and the ripoff was, uh, was either for a coupon or was a business card or those type of things. And I would target areas that were about, the homes were about 10 years old or older and I would canvas those areas. Now, I used to, as I told people, I would either get family members or I'd hire a local kid or something. Of course, I'd go out and monitor to make sure they weren't just dumping trash first time. And once you got to know them. But I would actually look on a map, and you know, now you've got Google Earth, you can look on anything. But I would look on a map, and I would target areas, and I would canvas those areas. Okay, I would have them go to those areas and make sure that they... Um, hung the doors. Now, of course, you got to look for soliciting signs that say no soliciting and... Uh, Okay, that type of thing, right? So um, I would do the door hanger thing and target it in the area. Now, again, Vistaprint is the best place to get door hangers cheap. Now, you might be able to go online and Google it and find some uh, budget type of uh, providers for door hangers. And, and that's okay, too, because, again, it's a door hanger. Uh, as long as you get a chance to see the proof and you know what you're getting, then it's, you know, it's not that big a deal, right? But door hangers can be real positive because, you know, you don't have to just use them for door. You can hang them on a car, okay? You can, you can hang them on a doorknob. Uh, you can, just different ways that you can be creative to put a door hanger. And again, you can't be shy. When you get them done, you got to be willing to give them out, okay? Uh, the next thing that I think is, was 
this one was beneficial for me, and I talked about it in the last episode that we we did this, was face-to-face, creating my own kind of uh, referral network. That was pretty important for me in how I did it because I got to look at other trades. I went through the phone book and I looked at other trades that were similar to mine but could put me in front of people that they were in front of. Carpet cleaners, roofers, cabinet folk, uh, plumbers, mechanical guys. Uh, although they had this, we had the same customers, right? And so I would target them, and I used to say, "Let's can we go get a cup of coffee at Starbucks or 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 something like that?" Or grab. Some. I used to do that. I wasn't overly shy about doing that because they're in the same boat as I am. But here's the thing: I always would look for a company. That was obviously a little bigger than mine because I wanted to, I I didn't need somebody that was struggling just like me, but a business owner is still hungry, right? I mean, what do they say? Millionaires or billionaires, they got this money, but they they always want more. Don't let them them make you think they're content. They always want more. So I'm targeting those individuals that already have an established customer base and I want to bring what I have to offer. They don't know what level I'm at yet, but I do want to go in there with this understanding when I'm talking to them that I'm trying to grow my business and I I need their help and I want to be able to offer my service, but I want to be able to promote their service as well. Uh, As I start to grow my base, I want to share my customers with them and, you know, build that relationship. So that's kind of that face-to-face thing. And literally, one of the tasks that I would tell people is to go to the phone book and look for at least five of relationships that you can build, okay? So find yourself a a potential uh, handyman. Find yourself a plumber, a mechanical guy. I also say don't be afraid to go talk to real estate agents. You would be surprised. And a lot of them want education and training. Uh, Come up with a program. Create a PowerPoint or something uh, that might benefit the real estate agent, because again, they deal with home inspectors, they deal with issues, and so maybe you want to do some presentation for them and be creative that gets you in that door. Because at that point, once you move into that door and you start getting that opportunity, there's something that you also really need to think about, and that is to brand yourself. People will look at your brand and notice it and remember it, whether it's on their vehicles, and we'll talk about that in a second. They get to know it. It doesn't take long for them to get to know a brand, okay, an idea, a concept. So you want to start branding yourself, most certainly. So come up with a logo. Come up with something catchy. You're going to use that on your business card. So, again, I didn't say there any any significant order here, um, but definitely you need to come up with some kind of brand, something that is unique to you that you can uh, put on your cards, put on your hats. Like my hat here is the podcast uh, on my shirt. For those that are watching the video stream, you know it's, it's my Electrician Live oop, over here, Electrician Live shirt. So those on the podcast, you can't see it, obviously. But I brand myself all the time. And so something to think about is people will, there's a reason why Nike, for example, whether you like them or not, there's a reason why they don't put Nike under the swoosh. Because everybody recognizes the swoosh. Okay, it's it's branding. Now, I'm not saying you're Nike. I'm not saying you're going to be Nike. I'm just saying you may not want to be Nike. But what I'm saying is it's it's all about branding, and they've done it. They've, they've, they've mastered the concept of branding. 
They really have. So, you know, Tiger Woods, the TW in golf, everybody knows that's Tiger Woods. Um, so brand yourself in a certain way. For me, it's Electrician Live, and, and you know, for the Master of the NEC, my educational series, uh, it's the little guy that's that I tell people that's me 30 years ago. And you get used to seeing it, and people will start to recognize it. Now, when it comes to local contracting, they will get to recognize it if you go with the logo or if you go with some design and you put it on your vehicles, okay? So create a logo, create it, and there's tons of ways you can do that. There's tons of services out there that will create logos for you. Think about what you want in a logo, uh, in uh, whether it's just simply a receptacle with an attachment plug and sparks. Well, maybe you don't want sparks, but you know what I mean. Something that sets the tone uh, what you feel, and many businesses already have logos that they want to use, okay? But you need to develop a logo so that you can share that on everything, right? The next thing we want to talk about is what I call stuffing. And now, some people like this, some people don't like this. Again, you can do it or you don't have to do it, but again, we're talking low-cost applications, and one of the low costs, thank you, Danny, I appreciate that. So Danny over in our video stream uh, made a donation uh, to the Electrician Live show, uh, $10, which covers the shipping of various merchandise to individuals like our stickers, okay? Those on the podcast, pop on over to the video stream and you ever watch them, you'll see I'm talking about stickers. So uh, any contributions that we get to the shows always are towards the shipping of prot stuff. And I'm always shipping stickers out to all people all over the country. So, uh, and then when these stickers are gone, we'll get other types of merchandise. So appreciate that, Danny. Also, I got to send a shout out. I forgot to do this and I'm going to do it. Over on our Patreon page, we have two new VIP patrons, uh, Jennifer uh, Medrano and Michael Hayostick. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, Michael. I apologize, but Michael Heostick and Jennifer Medrano uh, donated. They're part of the VIP, uh, and they're going to get access to all of the 2020 National Electrical Code stuff that we're putting out. Uh, we did three videos today, and four videos today, and they're going to go up on the actual Patreon site uh, as soon as I can get them up, and hopefully tonight. Uh, where we are actually each week we're going to be posting new videos as we walk our way through the 2020 National Electrical Code. Now, granted, a lot of that stuff is also going to be beneficial because it didn't change from the 2017. So if you're on the 2017 or whatever, it's still beneficial to you, but I'm dedicating the 2020 to that series, and that's over on our Patreon. If you want to know how to get there, it's just paulabernathy.com, and, and follow the instructions, and it'll take you there. Um, and there's different levels of patronage that you can give. Okay. All right. So... Um, the next thing that we talk about is, again, I got off topic, was stuffing. Now, what I do with stuffing is that means, and that sounds weird, right? When I go to places like Lowe's, Home Depot, Costco, Sam's, they always have the aisles that have the lighting, uh, and they got the boxes, and you'll notice that they always tape up the part where it comes open, where you rip it open, but they don't tape the sides, so I am known that every time I'm there, I've always got cards with me, I will stuff a card in there. And I don't want to sit there so that somebody looks at me down the aisle going, what the heck is this guy doing? But I will stick them in there. I have gotten business from that. Somebody gets a luminaire and they realize they can't hang it, or, and then they'll call me. 
And some people say, well, I don't want that kind of business. I'm just getting contractors. You know, when I'm starting out, I'm trying to get that business, right? I mean, I'll take anything because that leads to something else. Um, so anyway, that's called stuffing, and, and I've done that, and I do it at Lowe's. I did it at Home Depot, Costco, Sam's, uh, all those things. And basically, you just have your business card, and you just walk in by, and you stick it in there. Uh, one of the better jobs I got was I stuck it in the side of a ceiling fan box, and the return on a ratio for that was great because I only had one car on me. I was sitting in there, and I stuffed it in there. And believe it or not, I got a call to, to help hang that ceiling fan. Okay, you can say, oh, that's laying a fruit. Well, I am just me. So when I did it, I got $85, and it took about an hour, and I hung that ceiling fan, and it was ready to go. Luckily for me, the box up there was already rated for a ceiling fan, so thank goodness. Um, but if it, if, it, if it wasn't, then I'd get paid to make it right if that's what they wanted. So, But anyway, business leads to business leads to business, and, and, and that's how you do it. And that's one way to do it. So that's stuffing. And some people say it's lowbrow, it's beneath them, and you know, whatever. I'm trying to get my business started, and I'll do it. You know, when I'm doing that, I'll do it any way I can uh, possible. Uh, the next thing I talk about is magnet signs for the side of my vehicle. When I'm out actively as a contractor, when I was actively promoting my business, um, then I have it. So on weekends when I'm out and I'm around, I've got those magnet mounts on. During the week, I work for another company during the day. And again, people know me by now, know my contracting business is very small now. I've gotten to the point here in my, in my 50s that I'm only going to do selective work. I put my time in. Uh, I was, when I was working for NEMA and other companies, I was working evenings when I wasn't traveling and weekends doing electrical work. So I have been doing it for many years. So I've slowly weaned myself off, and I've still got my contractor's license. I had it in Virginia and I have it out in Texas, but I'm not as active in big projects anymore. But I will take some small stuff, okay? It pays the bills. It puts, it's a dinner. Hey, it pays for dinner for the family. Anyway, but the key is it leads to bigger things, right? Okay, so that's called stuffing, and I do that. Um, let's see here. Next, and, and there's nothing illegal about it. So stuffing, baby. All right, so the next one that I talk, oh, I said magnet mounts. Now, magnet mounts, believe it or not, extremely cheap when you go through Vistaprint. Now, I'm not, I'm not selling Vistaprint. I'm not getting a referral program from Vistaprint. Trust me, I'm not. I just find that their stuff is well done, but really, really affordable. And that's what I'm after. Even today, that, that's what I'm after. I'm after affordable. So, actually, this is kind of a funny story. I got magnet mounts made when I came to Texas and started my contracting business with while I was working with Encore. Uh, and they're okay with it because it doesn't interfere with what I do with Encore. It means that I have to do service calls at night, and that's what I like to do. I like to do service work, troubleshooting, solving other people's problems that they can't figure out. That's what I like. So that's where I've migrated to. And so basically I help contractors in the area when they're just pulling their hair out. Right. And, and of course, then I'll take the service call work. I had one last week that, that I told many of you about when I was doing my 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 uh, uh, training session during the middle of the week this week, past week. Um, so anyway, signs are cheap. Put them on the side of your vehicle. If you have a truck, put them on the back of it because people are following behind you as you stop for stoplights. And you know what? This is the one time I tell people when you're marketing your, yourself like this and you're out, you're out and about, 
Don't be worried if the light turns red. Don't try to run through a yellow light. Remember, every time you're stopped at a red light and you've got a band, uh, a magnet mount on the back of your vehicle, guess what? You've got a billboard plastered right in the face of the people behind you, and you just don't know what it might bring you. Okay? So um, that's how I do that in uh so I definitely invest in magnet signs. Or if you have a vehicle that has labeling and, and painting and, and wraps or something like that, that's great too. Just make sure you come up with a logo. Come up with something that people will remember you by. Because that's the thing they're going to remember, right? Is something catchy, something quirky, something you know different. That's how they're going to remember you. Uh, and you want them to remember you when it's time to call you. And then we'll show you how that branding will play a role in other things that I have to tell you about. I got a lot of stuff, guys. I've got notes everywhere when I started thinking about putting together all the things that I've done through the years in marketing. Uh, and they're cost-effective. The other one I talked about, it's some people seem they didn't know about, um, was another method is local advertising in something that is very affordable, and it's called Coffee News. Now, Coffee News is a local publication that may or may not be in your area, but, you know, Cracker Barrel has them, all these places that food generally will have something called Coffee News, but if you go online and you Google Coffee News, you can find who the representative is in that area where you're at that's the actual publisher, and there are different publishers, you buy franchises, and the actual publication is created by the home office, but the local person is what sells the ads, and they're usually just business card side ads, but... They're put on these things that are free to the consumer while they're at the place of, of purchase, uh, eating, like at, eating at restaurants and stuff like that. I always read them when, I, when I'm at those places and they have them. Um, and so putting it in there is cost effective. But again, make sure you ask. Now, I tell people this all the time. If you write an ad and you don't say what you want in the ad, you're wasting that one shot. Put in there what you want. If you want to do service work, put in there that you do service work. Don't over-bastardize it with all this other stuff to make it look all fancy. Put what you want in there so that the person that's reading it right away knows the services that you provide. Okay? Um, and I'm more than willing to, if anybody wants to send me, they, they do an ad like that, send it to me, I'll look at it, and I'll tell you. I'll be brutally honest with you. Most people know I am. Um, but you have an opportunity to catch people. It's very inexpensive advertising, and... It puts it right in front of people to read while they're eating, uh, and you never know. Now, put something in there like a coupon. Always give something for free or always give something off your services. Whether or not you have to increase your services in order to compensate for it, whatever you got to do, make sure you give something to make it worthwhile for me to keep that coffee news, okay? The next thing is websites, if you're in business and you don't have a website, now we've got a show coming up, and I can't remember when it is. You have to go to electricianlive.com and look at our upcoming schedule. Uh, I have got a show that I'm going to show you how to create your own website with almost zero web design experience. Zero. And it's, and it's free. And I'm going to show you how to do that on that episode. We're going to walk you through it. And so that's going to be one of those. Now, for you podcasters out there, it's going to be tough for me to convey that over a podcast because, again, Electrician Live is more podcast-driven. But 
we're going to do our best, and I'm going to kind of paint you a, a, a mental picture of it so that you can uh, work through it and get a better understanding. But remember this, everybody that's listening to our podcast, and again, I don't, people don't realize this, but we do analytics on our podcast. Now, I know the folk that watch the videos on the YouTube or the Facebook probably don't have any idea here, but over on our syndication of our podcast that we do, they are literally, my analytics show that we have over 300,000 unique listens every month. Now, if you go listen to it twice, then it's two times. It's over our entire platform of material that we've uploaded. So, again, we don't care what you listen to, but it seems to be that we have, again, another month in a row, over 300,000 unique listeners to our podcast series. Not necessarily what we have listening to our YouTube or our Facebook uh, again, but the podcast, and you probably have all noticed that I do a lot more podcasts than I do videos, okay? Uh, actually, it's going to change now with this 2020 series over on Patreon, um, which you're not going to see those videos over on the YouTube channel. I did put a sample up there today if you didn't listen, if you didn't see it yet, but that's kind of a sample. We're literally going to walk it through, and you're going to live that experience with me uh, as a Patreon member. Um, so websites, you have to have a website. You have to get a URL. I'll show you how to do that as well. Uh, and it's very simple, inexpensive. You wouldn't believe it. You can get a domain for about 15 bucks a year, and you can forward it to a website that you create for free. And you should be putting that on every business card, every banner, uh, every magnet mount. Um, you should be plastering that everywhere. Why? Because when I run an ad, I can only say so much in an ad. I can't capture everything I want to tell you. And if I do, it's, the ad's going to cost a fortune. But if I give you a website and you go to that website, then I've got a captured audience. And I am able to explain to you the services and the features and why you need to go with me. And at that point, you create a nice-looking website. Then you're going to get the business from that. Now, along with the website is... Whether or not you're a social media savvy, and I don't know whether you are or you aren't, and whether or not you intend to put a lot of content out, it doesn't really matter. You still need to have a Twitter account, a Facebook account. Uh, you need to have a LinkedIn account for your business. All of these things you need to have because you need to share them, okay? And you share them, you put them on your flyers, you put them on your cards, uh, you put everything that, you know, people ask me all the time when they see marketing on tv and they see the at symbol and it says and it's twitter and they go well what do they do that for you can't click on it no you can't click on it but it's easy if you go to twitter you do the at symbol and you know for ours for example is at master the nec okay for our electrician live it is at electrician tv and you can share that and people can find you and that's what you're looking for and i have gotten business electrically here in mckinney from our Twitter and from my Facebook pages. I've got it from that, and I know it because I ask them, okay? So, Doug, thank you very much for contribution. Doug just donated $19.99 to Electrician Live. Doug, I appreciate you, appreciate you uh, supporting it. Again, for those that know, when you make a donation, it goes in the pot, and it covers all the postage for these free uh, stickers, 
but it also goes in the pot so that we can also, when we do more promotional material, that we're going to send that out to people. And we've got some things they're excited about that we're going to be giving away. We're going to try to give away a bunch of good freebies uh, as we go. And we have some sponsors for shows who are going to give away products as well in the future. And so we're excited. And, and, that, and these donations, they cover all the shipping that covers to these things. We'll never charge shipping for this type of stuff. Okay. Uh, so you meant, make sure you get into that social media thing. Definitely have to do it. Uh, the next thing that we want to talk about, there you go. You see Doug Gross on the screen. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate you. Uh, the next thing is partnering with other companies. Now, this sounds complicated to people, but it is not. For example, I can partner with somebody, and it'd be just like a referral. And when I say partner, a lot of people are familiar with something called BNI, Business Networking International. And that's a referral. It's a give and get type of system. Whereas you go to meetings, you share business cards with all the members. They go out. They act like your salespeople. They go out, and when they're on a job, let's say that's a carpet cleaner, and he's on a job, and he's working with that person, and that person says something in the conversation about needing some new lights put in. Okay, I have gotten jobs when I was a member of BNI back in Virginia. I actually had the guy, one of them, he was very active in BNI, and he was a carpet guy, and he was a carpet cleaner. And he would send me business like crazy. He would go to people, and you know what? He became one of my salesmen. He became a really good friend, but he became a salesman. He made me a lot of money then. Is he would go in and say, you know what? Your house, you're cleaning the carpet. Your house would look so much nicer if you redid, redid all the fixtures, all the manaires, changed them out. You know, they're old, out, they're dated. Um, I would go and make a relationship with a real estate agent. Again, they're trying to sell a house. So I used to offer what's called a fresh-up service. Now you say, what's a fresh-up service, Paul? What are you talking about? A fresh-up service is where I convinced the homeowners through the realtor that their house would sell better if they changed their switches and their receptacles, maybe to Decora or something like that, little toggle switches. Or maybe they updated their luminaires or changed the lights in the front of their house or did something that took it out of, let's say, something that was stuck in the 70s and 80s, and I updated it a little bit. You'd be surprised what you can do. And I used to call that freshen up program. And I actually would go to the real estate agents and I would actually promote that. I actually had a card with a flyer. It says what we could do, what we could freshen up. Uh, and it had my logos on it. And I gave them business cards. And I made them aware that, you know what, if I run into somebody that's looking for a house, um, I'm going to give them one of your cards. I've created a partnership with them. Okay. So that's what I, I did. Now, I did it one step further. I actually went to the broker, and the broker had other agents in there. And it was a large brokerage firm, and I made relationships where that brokerage told all of his uh, real estate agents, you're going to refer Paul, okay? And, 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 and that's a relationship. You can do it too. Uh, you just got to be unafraid to go out and do it. Uh, but create and make a partnership with others and partner and make an investment in them, uh, and you don't you want to pick them wisely. Obviously, you don't want to you don't want to invest in partnership with a sleazeball. It's not what you want to do. But you you want to make sure that you develop these partnerships. Now, if you have go to the B if you don't have a BNI in your area, there BNI network groups are almost everywhere. Now, when I say cheap and low cost, that was not necessarily so cheap. It's a couple hundred dollars a year. Uh, that's not so bad, but. You did have to buy lunch every time you went, or if it was a dinner meeting or breakfast meeting, you had to pay for lunch, you know, so you had to give $10 or $15 or whatever it is, and you're going to eat anyway, 
But the point is, with the BNI network, Business Networking International uh, is just another example. You can do it on your own, like I said. Call people out and do one-on-ones and create your own network. But BNI is an instant turnkey network of people, uh, and they only allow one trade. For example, they only let one electrician in the group. That's it. Just one. Uh, only one mechanical guy so that you don't have competition in there. And so, really, you go there and givers get. You share leads with everybody, and they're out there actively trying to sell sell your products uh, while they're doing their products because they believe in you. You develop relationships. So BNI is that partnership thing. I really liked it. I enjoyed the people. Um, and I didn't do it when I came out here, even though there is an opening for an electrician in my area. I didn't do it because I can't handle the business, and I know I'd get the business. I, I can't. I don't want to do that anymore that level anymore but you're starting a business you want that you want to grow your business so that's an excellent thing look at for it in your area i definitely recommend it it's well worth the investment the next thing that you can do is free but if you're not doing it you're just flat out crazy and that is make sure that you get an account on yelp and you get it for your business because once you get into that yelp directory trust me you get the calls i get the calls right now are they going to hound you on the phone about joining and joining their pay program? Absolutely. They are going to bug you until you are just tired of them and you start blocking the numbers. But don't worry, then they'll call you from another state. And then another state, they will bug you. So one of the ways to get around that is you can actually get a, a, uh, like a Google Voice number that's not your actual number, and it can screen them that way. But you know what? I'm in business. I don't really care if they call. I don't have a problem saying no, right? So, you know, don't be afraid to get involved in it. So definitely get a Yelp account, Y-E-L-P. Get you one right now. If you don't have your business, doesn't have one. Now, a lot of times, if you go on there and search, your business might be up there, and you can claim it. Just be sure nobody else claims it. So that type of thing. <clears throat> also, a couple other one is called Google Places. Uh, and I think it's Google My Place or something like that. And it's called Bing. Bing Places. Two different ones. I have them both on my phone. I have them. I'll show you right here so you know that I'm not. Uh, I'm telling you what. If I tell you something, I've done it. And I'm not just making these things up. And they work. Am I a millionaire? Absolutely not. Was I comfortable as a contractor? Absolutely. Why did I leave contracting? Well, I left contracting full time. In 2007, when the economy went down, that's when I started working as an engineer for the city of Richmond and then ultimately code, uh, code supervisor for the city of Alexandria. Then I made my way to NEMA and then I made my way to Encore. During that whole time, I still had my electrical contracting business and I still did work. Uh, you can't say on the side because I was a contractor. I just was very limited in the work that I took. I controlled the type of work that I got involved in. Uh, and the people that I worked for said, as long as you don't do it on their time, then they were perfectly fine. And, of course, I still had people working for me from time to time. So um, I just had to oversee it. And I'm blessed that my wife was also very much involved in my companies. She always has been. And so when I wasn't there, she would be there for me and put the eyes on it and make sure. I just meant that I had to work a lot of late nights. Now, here's the one I'm talking about. Here's called Being Places for Business. And you, really, those that are online can see it. And you can log in there, and it's an account. And it's for your business. And it gets out there in the search engines. It gets out there in being people. Locals look for things, and you pop up. And the more you're there, the more you're, you will. 
Um, so that's the Bing. And then the other one is a Google one uh, that does it with Google. And, and that one is called, if I can find it, I still have them on my phone because I still utilize them today. I still get the calls from today. I'm selective, again, in what I do. Uh, but it's, it's on my phone. It's called My Business. Okay? And it's from Google. And that lists my business. And you remember, Google is the greatest search engine out there, other than YouTube, which is the second greatest search engine, believe it or not. Is it get your name out there, okay? Robbie, uh, one of our viewers on the video stream, for those that are over on the podcast, states, how hard is it to get your contractor's license? It's not hard once you become a master electrician. Once you're a master electrician, or in states that don't have master electrician licenses, then you just simply have to take the exam that would be equivalent to a master. And once you do that, then you can get your your business license. Now, in Virginia, for example, there's different levels of Class A, Class B, and Class C contractor. And it all is a monetary level on what kind of work that you can do. Okay. Uh, Now, if you want to be an A or B, higher level in some states, then you have to make sure that you do have, obviously you need insurance anyway. Uh, And I get my insurance, believe it or not, from Next Insurance, which is almost hardly nothing if you've never tried to do it. I remember when my insurance cost a fortune. Next Insurance is pretty darn cheap. But once you meet all those requirements, Robbie, you can become a contractor. Just make sure that you have the tools, make sure that you have the vehicle, make sure you have everything in place uh, in order to be able to run that business. But yes, that's all you need to get started. Um. Next thing I want to talk about is, again, make sure you do your Yelp, your Google, my places, uh, Bing, go to bing.com, business, and you can get all those things. Uh, the next thing that I'd say that it's been pretty popular is, depending on the time of the year, you have what's called garden shows. Always do a garden show if you can get a booth for under $300. If you can get a booth for under $300 and you utilize your time more than what you think, like if you're just sitting sitting at this booth and you're thinking I just got to have people come to me then that's not going to be successful for you you'll get people that stop by you'll get those people that that you know they're they're kind of just putting their toe in the water you're not you don't know how serious they are but you are getting some leads but I did it a little differently and so I'm going to give you advice what I did was I put a panel and I filled the panel with some defects some double taps and and things like that, you know, and I had it on display on the table. And so I was there and have a banner made up that goes on the back. Don't have to be overly complicated. Usually they provide the table anyway. And I would have some products out and things like that, you know, some, uh, you know, breakers and stuff like that and talking about the services that I do and really that type of thing. And usually when I was in business, I also had other things that I sold as well, like tankless water heaters and stuff like that. But Anyway, you're there to sell your service, all right? So maybe you have a, a wall that you frame up that you just have some NMB in showing, showing the wiring and showing how neat you do it. So when somebody comes by, you can say, look, this is, this is uh, representative of how neat of work we do. I mean, we take pride in the work. Even if it's gypsum board and is going to be hiding it all, we care. And that's the message you're conveying because, believe it or not, if I'm going to pay my hard-earned money to have you wire my house, I want to know you care about it. That you wire it like it's your own. At least that's me. Okay, Don't tell me something like I can't see it from my house because I have fired people that work for me for saying that crap. You can't see it from my house. I'm like, yeah, you can't because you're gone. Go to your house. You're out of here. So anyway, um, I was, you know, people enjoyed working for me, but I was a stickler. Uh, So 
Go to those garden shows. But here's the other thing. Don't stay at your booth. Make sure a spouse or somebody's there to help or, or help or somebody's there to answer people's questions and make sure you're all on the same page. But you need to take your business cards and you need to go out and walk around to other booths. That's a perfect time for you to start marketing with people who have like interests. Look for that HVAC guy. Look for that roofer. Look for that flooring guy. Look for all those people that have like interests like you. And while you're there, say, hey, I want to talk to the owner. Hey, I'm an electrical contractor over here. You might have somebody that you refer but you know what? I'd like to earn that that respect. I'd like to earn that trust. I'd like to I'd like to form a relationship with you. Um, can I buy you a cup of coffee? You have a second to walk over, and you can go to the vending thing and get a coffee together and just have a talk. You'd be surprised the relationships. So so many people that I see do these shows, they don't get out and network, and don't take no as no. Don't be so easily ready to throw in the towel. It's, people give up too damn quick today. Anyway, so. Go around and try to make relationships. And another thing that I used to do is I used to buy the um, uh, I used to buy the bulk little business card holders, okay, the little clear business card holders. And I literally would take them with a set of my cards in them and go over to somebody on another booth and say, you know, we have like interests. You do flooring. You don't do electrical. I don't do flooring. Uh, can I put my business cards on your table? Do you mind? I will be glad to put yours on mine. And you'd be surprised. I used to have people go, that's fine, whatever. And, and you're breaking the ice. So don't be afraid to make a little investment. So don't be afraid to do that. Uh, the next thing is local business directories. Look, reach out to your chamber of commerce. Okay, go and look for as many business directories as you can find in your area. You would be surprised what you'll find, okay? Really surprised. Also, on Facebook, you have what's called Marketplace. Make sure you utilize Marketplace. Come up with a nice little ad or even your business card and paste it on there. Uh, but look, do me a favor. Don't do a business card where you scratch your name and this and just looks cheesy. I wouldn't hire you for nothing. It needs to look professional. Present your image. You're proud of your profession. So make sure you do it right. So in those directories, you can post images. Some of them allow sales, some don't, uh, that type of thing. But you're trying to build uh, exposure for your brand. So you have to have that logo. You have to have that look. You have to have that card. You have to have that brand developed. Uh, the next thing that I tell you that I actually did was, actually, I did it because I just wanted to do it uh, with my son. But ultimately, you would be surprised at the business that it brought in with the limited investment, and that was sponsor a sporting team. Uh, like my case, it was a little league team. I was the coach, but I also sponsored the team. And you'd be surprised because it was up to me to make sure that the jerseys had the names on them. And I made sure that the back of the jerseys had the sponsor's name on every single one of them. All right. And so again, advertisement, you're doing a good thing, but you're getting something out of it. Other people also cringe because my next one is talking about giving to charities. Look, People say, oh, you want to give because you just want to give. I do want to give, but I want to get too, okay? I got to feed my family. So I would sponsor things, um, a hole on a golf tournament, uh, sponsor a little league team, uh, anything that I could get. At one year, I had an opportunity. It wasn't real expensive. That I have a budget. I set up a budget, um, and I would actually sponsor where it had me on the scoreboard, 
So everybody there could see it. And I used to sit there and think of it and go, you know what? That there is being my marketing every time. And another thing that people used to do is the banners on the outside of the, on the fence out in the uh, Little League. They usually will sponsor banners. If they don't, step up and call your local Little League and say, have you all ever thought of doing banner sponsorship? It's going to bring money into the Little League, and I'm interested in sponsoring a banner. And he may might say, well, we don't really do banners, but if you want to do a banner, you could do a banner, and maybe they'll let you put it somewhere, okay? It's not going to cost a whole lot of money. Banners are fairly inexpensive to get made. And anyway, you're putting your name. But again, what you put on there, be very clear what you want to get, okay? Your logo so that people recognize what you're doing and put on there that you're an electrical contractor and what you're looking for, okay? Don't make it so freaking detailed that the fact that people don't even take the time to look at it because you only have a few seconds to grab their attention, okay? Now, when I do business cards... I don't want to go back to business cards, but when I do them, I do put a lot of info because I don't need it to be a glancing thing. They've got it. My my web addresses, I've got my phone number, my address, my name, my company, my logo. I have a QR code on the back so they can scan it with their phone, whether they do or not. It doesn't matter. It's still on there. It's, it's modern. Um, I'll have my Twitter on there and my web address. Everything is there. Uh, very little on here about what I do. They know that I'm an electrical contractor or that in this case, this one's for Electrical Code Academy. Uh, you know that I'm an electrical educator. So I have that information on here. Be Ask what you want on your card. And also, cards are so cheap, get multiple cards so it doesn't get stale. In other words, you have other ones to give out. Okay. You heard that old saying that sometimes you have to put something in front of people's face three or four or five times before they finally bite. It's kind of like bass fishing. Sometimes if they're on a the bed, you got to present the worm to them multiple times before that fish will actually bite. Okay? Same concept, whether you're fisherman or not. I like fishing, so that's my analogy. Um, I also mentioned to the local chamber of commerce, it's not that expensive. Uh, it be, will be one of your more expensive marketing things, but it's not that expensive, and they have a lot of – here's the thing. If you get into the Chamber of Commerce and you get on that, they will have events. It does you absolutely no good at all to just pay the money to be in the Chamber of Commerce if you're not going to go to the events. You're not going to be a part of it. You have to be a part of it. You got, if you're going to do that one, then they have a gala event or a meeting or whatever they want to do. Then you need to go and you need to be there and you need to be ready to be unshamed at giving out cards making interaction, okay? You're in business, baby. You're not, you don't need to be shy. Definitely not. Unless you're lucky enough to get in business because somebody bought the business to you and you didn't have to do anything for it. Not me. I had to work for everything. So, okay. Uh, the next thing you want to do is reach out to homeowner associations. You'd be surprised that a lot of these big homeowner associations will sell advertising in their newsletter or even put something in their newsletter, okay? So that kind of goes hand-in-hand with my door hanging where you target neighborhoods that we talked about back earlier in the show. Well, I actually used to target the um, homeowner associations and try to see if they have some kind of newsletter, something they send around, whether it's annually, quarterly, and see what I could do to get part of it. See if I could put a business card in there. See if I could do an ad. That's what I would do with it, okay? 
but uh, that's just one aspect. Reach out for it because, believe it or not, um, there's a lot of work that gets done through the actual neighborhoods. Okay, But that goes back with uh, learning what businesses do work in that neighborhood. So here's another tip. If you're in a neighborhood like I'm in, or all around the country, you have this little thing on your phone called Nextdoor. It's an app, and it connects neighborhood people together. Now, you can't refer your business, but others can refer your business. And so I have people that you do work for that will post on there, hey, I recommend so-and-so. He's a great electrician, uh, and they'll post for you. Ask them. Ask for referrals. I get a lot of that happen too. You go to a job from somebody and you get done on the work and you're afraid to ask them for a referral. Why? You just did the work. Why are we so shy? I'm trying to feed my family. I'm going to ask you, hey, did you like what you got? Can you refer me? What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Okay, so there's a couple other things that you can do also that I want to talk about. So now let's talk about some of the things that will cost you quite, a, you know, can cost you a lot, but is it, is it the risk or the reward? And that is the things like Home Advisor, Angie's List, Tackle, those type of things, they can be expensive. And let me tell you kind of how they work. And you'll get bugged to death by them by the phone if you inquire about them, I'm just saying. Now let's talk about Home Advisor and kind of like an Angie's List. How do they get paid? Well, they offer their services free to the consumer. But you, as a professional, have to buy your way into that. Okay? You have to pay to be a part of that. Now, what they tell you is that they will share leads with you. And they will share leads with you. But you're competing against at least three or four other people for that same lead. Remember, they already got paid. Whether you get the job or you win the job or not, they've already got their money. So, again, I didn't like those kind of odds. If you're going to give me a lead, I want to know that I have a, a, a above uh, in, uh, I, want to, I want to have a chance to earn that business, but I don't want to compete and pay for you to give me a lead that you're giving to other people as well. But it does bring you business. And it, if you're hungry, it does allow you to start bidding and giving out prices and, and getting that out there. So there is, if you manage it and you watch it and they have different levels, it can be beneficial for you to get started. AngelList is essentially the same way. Tackle is the same, same type, of, type of concept. Uh, the other thing that I tell people is there are some free apps, things like LetGo, that are free on your phone. And they're a selling app. And some of them will allow you to sell services. And if you sell services, it's actually geared to your local area based on the zip code. So I've gotten quite a bit of business uh, doing total light renovations in a house, like all the luminaires uh, or uh, ceiling fans. I did one that I got from it, and it was nothing to run the ad. And I got a job that was uh, six ceiling fans and a couple luminaires all from that one job. Okay, so basically it was well worth the investment, which was zero for the let go. So it's called let go and it's an app you can search for on your phone and you connect. And there's tons of them. Look for them on your phone and start getting yourself out there. And again, it might be as simple as just doing a business card. Now, here's another neat thing. If you go make your business cards on Vistaprint, they'll show you one online. Oops, they'll show you one online. That's the digital version. You can do a screen capture of it and share that in all your ads. 
Okay, so you don't have to take a picture of your business card. You can get a digital version from that, or they might even have a digital proof. But here's a tip. If you get the proof, it usually says proof on it. If you look at the one that's online and you do screen capture and you can edit it down to just the size of the card, then it's a good quality that you can share on the apps and, and things like Facebook market, Marketplace and all that type of stuff. It allows you to share that stuff. So that is interesting uh, to be able to do that, and, and I've done it all. I've done all of that, okay? So no cost associated with those uh, except for, again, Home Advisor, Angie's List, things like that. Now, let's talk about home warranty companies. Home warranty companies is another way for you to get started in business, but you're going to have to offer your service, uh, and uh, you, uh, I don't know how to say this, you're going to have to make a deal with them in order to uh, give them the best price. But it results in a lot of calls, okay? And so what that is is you've probably seen it, home warranty, uh, home shield warranty. Um, and so once you get a part of that, thank you, Jason. I appreciate the uh, contribution. Again, Jason made a contribution of $5 to the podcast, and that's going to help support the mailing of these stickers to everybody in future mailings. So I appreciate it, Jason. Uh, the money that we get from the donations during our shows literally goes to the postage that we do and towards other products that we give away. That is not going in my pocket. And you know who reminds me of that? My wife, Darlene, all the time. She says, you make sure you have that donation account set up. So I do. Now, um, I'm going to also talk about another one. Uh, the home warranty, look into that, but you got to be prepared to do stuff for the cheap. Now, there's a caveat, and I hate to talk about this. There you go, Jason. Thank you. Uh, what I hate to talk about the home warranty things is, Sometimes it can be conceived as a scam. The HVAC one is a scam. And what it means is if they come out to do some HVAC work, the home shields and home warranties and choice warranties, they don't cover the R410A Freon. So they come out there for a set fee and the home warranty will pay the bill, but they only go maybe will pay $10 for the R410 refrigerant. But if you ask the AC company, they want to charge $40 and $50 for the refrigerant. Hey, here's a newsflash. I can buy a 25-pound container of R410 for $120. And you're charging me $50 per pound? That's a scam. Okay? That's how they're making their money up. Because when you sign these home warranty deals, you got to do it on the cheap. Otherwise, you're never going to get any referrals from the home warranty company. Okay, but it's a good way to get you work. It can get you going. Um, but uh, and electricians, you know, I have too much. Uh, when I did it, I did the home warranty for a while when we started out. Uh, but you know what? I, I just couldn't. I, you know, I couldn't mislead people. It, it it was just. It might work for some people, but again, that's why I just mentioned the home warranty. The last one I want to mention is if you happen to buy your stuff at Home Depot. Okay, look. Here's another tip. If you buy your supplies, your electrical contractor, and, and I buy a lot of stuff from Home Depot. Uh, I did a video on their ladder uh, that I got from Home Depot that's gotten thousands of hits. I sure wish I had a, signed up for some affiliate program for that. But I shop Home Depot quite a bit. And if you get a professional account and you shop at Home Depot, you get, and you get an app on your phone, that you actually get an app and you earn points for every dollar you spend. And they would literally send you work. So when I got that, let me just use an example. When I bought that ladder, I got a, a bunch of other stuff I bought. I had four or $500 worth of a purchase. 
And it went in there. And when you sign up for that program at uh, Home Depot, you can go to their website and find out about it. If you're a contractor, you try it out. And you sign up, they will literally send you work. And it was reliable work. But you got to keep buying your supplies from Home Depot because it runs out. Okay, It, it runs out after a while, and you've got to buy some more stuff. To, and, and it makes sense. They're trying to sell products, but then they're going to share business with you. Because people will literally go to Home Depot and ask, can you recommend somebody to hang this light, this ceiling fan that I'm buying? I used to hang the crap out of ceiling fans from that people bought from Home Depot, and they were referred to me from Home Depot. So that is one way to do it. Um, Lowe's has a program very similar, but it's much harder to get into the Lowe's program than it is to get into the Home Depot program. So look at them, both of them. You can become a preferred service person for their company. And if you're starting out, I'm telling you, if you're already buying your products from Home Depot anyway, uh, maybe you're buying some from the supply house, but you're buying stuff from some electrical stuff from Home Depot or whatever you're buying, hey, guess what? You take advantage of that referral program. It's an awesome referral program that they have at Home Depot. So, you know what? That's kind of all of my tips that I can think of off the top of my head. That should be enough to get you rolling when it comes to marketing. Um, I want to remind you to come to our show next week, and I'm, I'm going to look and see because I can't remember uh, what the, uh, the topics were for next week. So we're going to look at next week's. Oh, guess what? February 15th is our exam prep special, two-hour special on exam prep. So I'm going to go over things, test questions, show you how to do calculations. That's next week. How about that? So I am actually going to do some code stuff on Electrician Live, which usually I don't, but I am. So again, and also on February 22nd, we have a special guest, and that is PowerCalc, James Khalil, and he is the inventor of PowerCalc, which is a calculation software for engineers and electricians that takes understanding of the NEC out of the equation because it does all those calculations as part of the design. So that's some of the things that we have coming up on Electrician Live down the road. Of course, join me during the week when you never know when I'm going to have an exam prep class or uh, some kind of impromptu session. If you're subscribed to this channel, you'll get a notice, uh, and um, it'll let you know that I'm online. And again, people start trickling in. Perfect. And I'll help you any way I can understand the National Electrical Code. So that's the concept that's what it's all about, and um, I'm really hoping that you uh, get something out of all these tips because uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't have this kind of stuff when I was starting out. I really didn't. I just kind of had to fumble my way through it. If I had to look at all of these, and I had to tell you one of them that, that I found was the most important out of all of the things that we've talked about today, I would probably say... Um, for me, if you're like hitting the ground running, is I would do it in two steps. If I had to do all this stuff, but what I would do, one, is I would make sure that my business was listed in Bing Places and Google My Business. Make sure you go online and make sure you get listed your business listed on those right away because it takes time to get those into circulation. Once those get in there, the next thing that I would do is make sure I have a good logo, think about my design, get those business cards made up, Think about the door hanging prospect because that's quick and easy and low hanging fruit to hit the neighborhoods um, and really move towards the magnets for your vehicle and think about a website. Okay. And so we're also going to have, whether I told you or not, 
we're going to have a show that's dedicated to website design. And that is on March the 7th. I'm going to walk you through how to get a website for free and a low-cost way to get your own domain that helps you stand out. I'm going to walk you through that. Many people have never had anybody help them with that kind of thing. Every business needs a website, whether it's a one-page web, simple website, and I'll show you how to get that very inexpensive, uh, free for the website, and it'll cost you about $15 a year for your domain, but it's inexpensive. Uh, also, on February 29th, we're going to be doing a single-family dwelling calculation shakedown. So I'm going to walk you through calculations. Um, there's a lot of educators out there that are doing live streams and broadcasts and things like this that are totally screwing people up when it comes to single-family dwellings and multi-family dwelling calculations. They're really causing them a lot of confusion. So I am going to offer a show that's going to set the record straight and be able to explain to you that it's not that difficult. Pretty easy to do, and you'll remember it because I like to teach things in a way that you'll remember it. So for those that are over on our our audio stream uh, that are listening to our podcast, I just want to say thank you all for listening. We're going to continue on with the video, so I'm going to try to answer some of these questions that are in here. But those that are on our podcast, thank you all for listening. Until next time, stay safe, and God bless to all those over on the podcast. You've been listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul 